from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, this is the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Hello and welcome to the February 1st edition of the Hammer Down Racing Report. I'm Scott Hammer. How many of these have we done? I keep, t- hold on. Oh, gosh. There you go. Uh, there we- I no. had your wrong microphone on oh, again. All right. There, how many of these have we done? Do you, have you been counting? Um, no. It's, we're doing, we're doing a lot of them. Yeah. And, and I'm. I think we're getting a little better. <laughs> I can't figure out the microphone problem, but uh, we're getting there. Live from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, it's Thursday night, uh, February 1st. Tomorrow's Groundhog's Day. It is. Uh, Ron Miller Race Cars, why should people call Ron Miller Race Cars? Because we do it all. Like, if, 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 you've, if you've got something with an engine. You even fix chairs, things without engines. Yeah, well. This is all I, I kinds of service. I didn't, I didn't want to see my dear wife slide off on the floor. If somebody brings you a chair with a... Uh, uh, with what? With a... And you want an engine. I don't think that our video is switching. Really? I think, I think, all I see is the logo. Huh. But uh, if somebody brings you a uh, a chair and wants it, you to turn it into something motorized, would you do it? Uh, Yes. For the right price, right? Depends on how big of an engine. Okay, fair enough. You know, if, if it's not going to be safe, we will express our opinion, and if they insist on throwing enough money at us, we'll probably do it anyway. All right, that sounds fine. Uh, what are you doing, Scott? I'm trying to figure out why you, nobody can see us. That little X up on the top right corner, hit that. It's no. not switching cameras. Well, at least we got the stream part. You can hear us. And you'll have to take my word for it that we have Stephen Pocock in the studio with us. We'll be talking to him about uh, all kinds of things. You're involved in 32 uh, different uh, racing kind of things, which we'll get to here in Go-kart, just a Go-kart, special events, sprint cars. Yeah. Uh, oh. Coming up uh, later on the show, we will also be talking... Um, uh, well, I got some some news, some national racing news. It's almost race season. It is. It's crazy. Uh, another record report coming up a little bit later as well. Better than last week? Nope. Oh, darn. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Equally, well, no, it's great. It, you'll 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 like it. Okay. Um All right, let's uh let's get right into it uh, and start talking to uh Mr. Pocock who is here with us. Thanks for coming in. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Now you uh, give us a little bit uh, of uh, of your history in uh, racing. You're you're not that old of a, a gentleman, I'm, I'm guessing. Twenty three years old. Okay. And uh, so what's what's your history in in racing? First, before we get started here, I raced go karts for about eight years, and then I moved up to the Sport Compacts at Fremont Speedway, ran that for a season, and then I moved up to dirt trucks at Fremont, and I raced there, and then also at Oakshade. Fair few times. I think I got the cameras working. Sorry. I'm still listening. I'm paying attention. <laughs> Multitasking at its best. <laughs> then I quit racing go- or dirt trucks, and I moved up to promoting. And what was that? I started promoting in 2015 at Great, at Great Lakes Speed Sports in Bellevue, Ohio. And I ran that track for about a year and a half. Now, then, is that go-karts? Yeah, go-karts. Okay. Then I moved to Martinsville in Attica. And I've been there since 2016. Now, do you own that track or you just run it? I lease it. Lease it. Okay. All right. Very good. 
Um, now, is there any other anything else here? Let, let's talk about go karts. It just seems as though there's been a real explosion in interest on in go karts yeah, lately. We were, we were talking about that uh, for the show about how popular go kart racing is getting, and uh, uh, you have some special events even coming up uh, this year at Martinville, right? Yeah, we have on August 18th. We have the East Nation Sprint Cart Series coming in. Basically, what that is a Wing Outlaw Sprint Carts, and their gear their gear ratio is similar to a 410 Sprint Cart. You, you show me a video of these. These things were hauling ass. Now this is this is a wing, just like you would have on a sprint car, only smaller. Yeah, a smaller version of a sprint car. Gear but on a but on a cart, these things look they're, they're bigger than the cart almost. Well, I'll bet. <laughs> <laughs> and the class we have coming in is a open class, which is up to 500 cc's. Then we snowmobile, have snowmobile snowmobile engines. Uh, yeah, anything winds up to 500 cc's. Shifter carts. Uh, just uh. You can run a shifter engine on there if you want. Okay. But it's open class for them up to 500 cc's. Don't matter what size or what engine, as long as 500 cc's and it's a sprint cart chassis. And then the other classes they have for that for that series is a 250, and then they have a box stock and a beginner box stock. And you can find the rules on that cl- for that series on East Nation Sprint Cart Series on Facebook. And, and, and what date did you say that uh, that is? On August 18th. August 18th at Martinville Raceway. Yes. And that is in Attica. Uh, yes. Now, some of those sprint carts, uh, I, I've seen I've seen carts pulling wheelies and everything. Um, are, do they get that crazy? They get crazy. They do slide jobs. They they go, they act literally like a 410 sprint car on, on a big track. Really? Yeah. This, they're crazy to watch. I, I watched sprint cars on an ice lake, ice lake this morning. So I saw that too on yeah, Facebook. Yeah. No, nothing would surprise me anymore. <laughs> and we are doing a thousand dollars to win in that open class. Really? Yes. And the payout for that for first place is a thousand. Second place is six fifty. Third place is six hundred. Fourth is five fifty, and then fifth is five hundred. That's a pretty generous payout. Um, it is one it, of the, one of the highest in the area. It, are we going to see you in a in a go kart? Oh no! I would I would like to see that. SKE chassis <laughs> are are renting them out for that night. Uh, no. I'm looking at you. <laughs> no. Uh, no. <laughs> ah. Now have you you, you do you ever uh, get in the go kart again and take it around the track? I'm compete? too, bu- too that, busy for that. That's too why he's a promoter. Okay. Those yeah. things will bite you, Scott. I yeah. I've been in them. They're fun. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I I appreciate full roll cages and a lot of sheet metal. Now, uh, does uh, a lot of our audience may not be familiar with uh, Martinville Raceway um, weekly program? What kind of Where regular show? We are yeah. a bi-weekly. We run twice a month on Saturdays afternoon or Saturday nights, and our racetrack is literally right behind Agua Raceway Park. Okay. The, right where the train derailed a couple of days ago? What? Oh, not that close, but... <laughs> <laughs> Off of turn three, go, there's a woods section. We're, we are right behind the woods. Okay. Now, what uh, what's the, the, your uh, regular program, then? Uh, we run just basic flat carts only. Um, we got three junior classes and four or five adult classes. 
Where can uh, do you have a website or something where people can get more information? Yeah, we have a Facebook page at Martinville Raceway, and then we have a website MartinvilleRaceway.com. And again, that's Martinville, not to be confused with the NASCAR track Martinsville. There's no S, right? Yeah, correct. No S. All right. Now, does anybody else lease that track? You said you lease it, but are you the only one that puts on uh, any racing out there then? Yes. Okay. Cool. Now, uh, the real reason that uh, we brought you in here was uh, some big news. When did that happen? Was that December? It was announced that you took over ownership of the Ohio Spring Car Series? Yeah, literally. That's the day after the PRI show. Okay. How, how did that all come about? I know Brad announced on or the following Sunday that they're going to uh, terminate the series. I contacted Brad about purchasing it. And he runs Atomic Speedway, right? Yes. And basically he was going to he was walking away from that series because he had too much going on. Too much. Which apparently he probably can relate to you because you got a ton of stuff going on. But uh, and basically it was the series was over, and then you stepped up. Correct. It's contact him and we discuss on options and we uh I basically get information about the series and what I need to do to keep that going and I just took the option of purchasing it and try to make it bigger than what it was. If some of our listeners don't know about the OSCS, uh, what kind of sprint cars? These are a 410 sprint car series, or 410, 410 wing sprint car series. Uh, our rules are basically all-star rules. Okay. How long, how long has this series been uh, been around? This will be the third year going into. So it's still a relatively new series then? Correct. A lot of competition then uh, from other series. Uh, there's there's a lot of sprint car series out there. For four tens, you get fast, and they get Ohio Valley. Then now you get the Buckeye Outlaw sprint yeah, series. Yeah, they're getting into winged sprints now too. Yeah. So did, I mean, did you share drivers with those other series or? For the boss, for the drivers that showed interest for this year, they're they don't run that series. Um, there's a couple guys that run a different series. This plan on joining but they're waiting to see what the schedule looks like first so uh that leads us into the next question what what's the schedule look like for 2018 we have six events at atomic speedway and we got three events at pittsburgh pennsylvania motor speedway that's a that's a big place pittsburgh yeah and then for pittsburgh for the top three points going into that event there will be toll money offered for the top three and then we have just as today, we signed a two-race contract with Wayne County Spe- Speedway. Okay. so well, That's in Orville, Ohio. Yeah, I had to look up where that was. It's uh, by Wooster. Yep. Wooster, Akron, Canton area. You've done your homework. I you. did. <laughs> I had Scott. to ask Google. I asked him where it was first, and he was like, it's in Orville. You, like, you okay. continue to impress me, I'm telling you. I know. <laughs> I haven't gotten much sleep. I was up early today. Um. So how many uh, how many dates is there any more? Uh, I am working with four other tracks as of right now. I'm still talking to both Hilltops, and then I got Millstream talking to. We got Expo Speedway, which is a uh, Trumbull County Fairgrounds. Where's that? Trumbull County Fairgrounds. They oh, run. They okay. they run once or twice a year. Okay. You want me to ask Google where that's at? Yeah. Okay. Alexa. Okay, Google. Where's Trumbull County Fairgrounds? The address for Trumbull County Fairgrounds is Trumbull County Fairgrounds, 899 Everett Hull Road. It's in Cortland, Ohio. Ohio. There you go. 44410. 
There you go. I don't know where that's at. Google, what's the nearest big city? Jeez. Uh, it looks like it's over uh, towards Youngstown. Okay. That's where that's at. And then also, I'm trying to talk to Chrissy at Oakshay, too. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Ooh. We know the announcer there. Yeah. He doesn't know any information, though. He's not privy to this kind of cool stuff. So He's on a need-to-know so. basis. So uh, so there is some possible future more dates to be added to yeah. uh, 2018. Yeah, their schedule looks like it's going to be 12 to 15 race schedule for this year. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're trying to get 20, but with getting a late start, it's it tying that deal up. A lot of tracks had their schedule done before PRI, which sucks, but it is what it is. Um. How many drivers uh, do you have committed to uh, run this year? Uh, from what I talked to, we're looking at five drivers, five to five to seven drivers, and there's a handful of two up the year right now. They're trying to wait and see what the schedule looks like first. What kind of uh, payout do, do these races have? Uh, most or most shows are twenty five hundred to win, three hundred dollars to start. There is on August third, Atomic Speedway is going to be paying three thousand dollars to win, and then August fourth, back to back shows be. Five thousand dollars a win on Saturday. That's our t- highest paying races for this year, but everything else as of right now is two or two hundred fifty or two thousand five hundred to win. What do you plan to do when you go to a track like Oakshade that doesn't have a normal sprint car class? Uh, if you pull in with ten of your travelers, uh, do you think you're going to get some, we'll some get- guys? We'll get more guys, and also I'm trying to do is schedule a night that Fremont is not running, so it won't. All right, it won't affect each other. All right, August. Yeah, August. We're looking. I offered a date at August 25th, hmm. and that's the week of the Sonesta County Fair, so it shouldn't affect Fremont at all. It'll be interesting. I did talk to Chrissy uh, from Oakshade. The last, I think it might have been last Friday. Really? Yeah. She's not in Florida. You want to know? You want to know what she said? You want some inside information? Sure. She's going to contact me soon with some uh, schedule, with some dates. Really? Yeah. That, they, that, they, that was it. They usually had that out in time for the Woodland Mall. <laughs> usually, yeah. Show. Yeah. I don't think. Uh, no, she she did not go down to uh, Florida. So, hopefully, we'll be seeing an Oakshade schedule soon. It'll be a surprise to all of us. Now, on top of all all these things you have going on. And you have a full-time job. This is not your full-time job, correct? No, it's not. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. Now, uh, you also have uh, a, an event scheduled for October 20th at Sandusky Speedway. Tell us about that. I've been con- or talking to J- or, uh, Kevin about leasing that track out for a couple of events for this year. And I originally started out running a Midwest Sportsman Series for asphalt. And that deal kind of ten- turned up being a dead deal because a lot of tracks didn't want to bringing a sanctioned body in, and so I, I decided to cancel that series, and when this came up, I moved to dirt, and with this series, been, I'm getting a lot more feedback and from tracks, and it seemed that this would be the right, or correct uh, way to go as a promoter for a series. Let's talk about the October 20th race. Yeah. <laughs> for that, we're bringing modifies, uh, we got bombers, and they got runway brung, champ carts. Now, you do realize that for that event, the run what you brung cars will really be your premier class. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> I told you he was going to he was gonna ask you about this. Yeah, I'm still working on <laughs> I changed the payout a couple times for that deal. and I'm, Keep working on it. <laughs> but it's going to get better eventually. I'm going to 
I'm work, in the process of trying to work with sponsors to increase purchases for all divisions. I understand. So it's the start. And then uh, here, what else I got here. I got, got front wheel drive, and then you got bombers. Now the front wheel drive. Let's let's go through it line by line. The front wheel drive cars. Will it be similar rules to the Hangover, where it's pretty much open, or are are you going to require roll cages and seat belts? For the front wheel drive, we're going to be using the Renegade rules, okay. which is a new series that Snusky Speedway is going to be bringing in. All right. And then for the bomber to be basically using oak shade rules, track rules, because what that is opens up on asphalt to allow sportsmen to join too, and there's a little more you can do to the chassis. I think I just feel that way. Bring my cars in because yeah, bomber class uh, probably allow the Fremont trucks. Yeah, Fremont trucks be allowed. I, actually, there's five or six trucks are looking at join join that field, so it should be a good turnout for that class. And then again, Cor- Corey McCoy has a bit of experience at Sandusky with the trucks. We'll so, be ta- yeah. we'll be talking about that in a little bit. Yep, he's actually one of the drivers looking at joining it. Very field. good. And they get modified. That's going to be Snusky Speedway rules. And then the Champ Cart is going to be the Ohio Champ Cart Series rules. They are allowing <coughs> clones, and then they're working on building a restrictor plate for animals to run combined class or combined engines together. Now, for the folks that haven't run go karts, uh, there's a, a go-kart track in the middle of Sandusky Speedway. They won't be on the big half-mile, correct? You'd be on the half-mile track. What's that? Really? Yes. Carts on the half-mile. Yeah. Champ, oh, my. The champ carts be on the half-mile has probably been close to 10 years, I would say, since they've been on a half-mile track. Wow. Kevin Randy's during the high-miler a while back. Well, if you're just joining us, we're talking to uh, Stephen Polcock, of the Ohio Sprint Car Series, Martinville Raceway, go-kart track, and uh, now talking about the uh, race coming up on October 20th at Sandusky Speedway. Uh, If you want to join in the conversation, uh, I guess we can take a call. Nobody ever calls, but, you know, that's so so like 1986. Yeah, well, if you want to call on the phones, 419-214-0925. Or uh, go ahead and comment on our Facebook Live broadcast. Jimmy Ward Jr. says the phones are ringing off the hook over here. Is he at your place? Well, tell him to answer them. That's because of the Ron Miller Race Car Sponsorship. If you want to be a sponsor, shoot me an email, scotthammer at iheartmedia.com. Working out some things. Got some things going on behind the the scenes. So, anyways, back to this race at at Sandusky. Um, October 20th, uh, are you worried about the weather? Is this going to be a run in any kind of weather thing? Probably not if you got carts running on the half mile. but. It'd be tough to say about weather because Ohio's or Ohio's weather changes every five minutes. So it's not going to be like the hangover race where we're running in any kind of weather. No, it if won't. it rains, you're not going to race. We might try to run, but push the show back a little while. Okay, it just depends on how much rain and when it hits us. Any thoughts of using Sunday as a built-in rain date? There's possibility. I know I'll be talking to Kevin this weekend more about it. So he knows all about rain dates and snow dates and cold <laughs> dates. <laughs> And all that stuff. Uh, anything else uh, about this race? Uh, then the runaway run class is the only rule for that is it has to be a race car with a roll cage. It could be op- it's open tire rule. You can do anything to the car. So Ron, you may get three wins this year. Could be. Yeah. In the, in the outlaw. Right. I don't I don't know how many other times you run your outlaw late model, but a few. Okay. Uh, yeah, quite a few. You're uh, running I, it this weekend, I, aren't you? Should be. Yes. Okay. We'll talk about that too. We're. Uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, did I saw there's no entry fees for uh, for this uh, event at Sandusky Speedway? There is no entry class entry fees, but it will be still be a pit pass. Okay. Cover for insurance. Gotcha. So, no separate entry fee or anything, no. or registering for any anything else. Uh, anything else you're involved in in racing? Or, you know that you're going to be doing this year. That, or is this right, enough? As of right now, that's enough. As of <laughs> as of today. All right. Uh, so, what would you call yourself? A promoter, an entrepreneur, a racing person, uh, <laughs> racing geek. <laughs> yeah, promoter. I would say. Okay. And where do you see yourself? I, as you mentioned, you're, you're you're not very old, especially compared to uh, this guy over here. My plan is and me too, I guess. My plan is to eventually just move up to and lease a big track and and run that full time. Dirt pavement. Uh, dirt. Okay. If there's an opportunity of a dirt asphalt come up before the dirt, then maybe it just, just depends on. Basically, you just want to you want to be a promoter. Yeah. It, yeah, I don't know that there's a lot of people that would want that job. That's a tough job, I'm guessing. It's tough. You put up a lot of crap too. Yeah, yeah, that's the part I'm talking about. But, I mean, you're dealing with fans, you're dealing with racers, you're dealing with all the you know keyboard pe- jockeys, people that uh, you know employees to run the concessions, mm-hmm. all that. I mean. There's just there's a lot of stuff that's involved in that that wow. probably people don't really think about. Uh, announcers, you know, Annou- those, oh, yeah. some of those guys have got multiple personalities, so it's like dealing with yeah. three or four people. <laughs> and they demand to get paid. I mean, jeez. Well, and then do. they want to race <laughs> themselves. So no, that's uh, that's pretty cool. That's cool aspirations. If if uh, there are no promoter promoter jobs available, will you look to create your own track? A possibility it just depends on where and okay mainly. Because you got too many tracks. You got Fremont and Attico close together, and Oakshade, and there's a lot of tracks down south by Atomic too at close. So it, you would really have to go out, out of state. Okay. And you've you said you uh you used to score at uh, Fremont. Well, I scored. I helped. Uh, I was a secondary scorer. We use uh, transponders. Then yeah. I was I ran the uh the scoreboard in the infield, and then also I do all Fremont Speedway's websites too. Cool, website guy. Ooh, IT. All right. <laughs> you can relate to that one, Scott. A little bit. Have you uh, worked for any other tracks or anything other than? Uh, Just Fremont. Or, okay. Cool. Well, uh, it sounds like you have some uh, pretty ambitious plans uh, uh, on tap for this season, uh, especially with the, the the Ohio Sprint Car Series. That's going to take up a lot of your time, I'm guessing. Fremont, the Sprint Car deal is my 100% focus on that. Everything else is going to be a secondary. Really looking forward to that October 20th race. There's a good chance that that'll be dry and relatively warm. Well, after this past October, I, I certainly hope so. Yeah. So, yeah, lot, lots of things uh, going on for you. When's uh, What's the first date, uh, first race for uh, both the uh, Ohio Spring Car Series and uh, Martinville? Uh, as of right now, for Martinville, we're looking at April 7th. And then for the Ohio Sprint Car Series, we're looking at April 21st at Atomic Speedway at, Atomic. At, as of right now. That's aggressive. I mean, it's not as crazy as Attica opening mid-March, but... It's um, not soon enough. Yeah. Just not soon enough. Well, the thing so, about racing March, about go-karts, there's still indoor racing going on, so it'd be kind of hard to get them to, to switch over. Cool. Well, we appreciate uh, you coming in, and uh, wish you the best of luck, and... Definitely keep us updated on the on how uh, that uh, the dealings with Chrissy go. All right, we'll do. <laughs> uh, feel free to stick around here. Uh, we got some other things to cover. Uh, got some uh, 
Other news here for uh, from uh, Toledo and Flat Rock Speedways. Really? Yeah. Uh, you hear about the uh, late model Gold Cup program? No. Okay. Well, then good. You're going to be the one person that uh, is going to, at least one person is going to listen to me. Uh, they're instituting, uh, re-instit, reinstating a uh, point fund for the ARCA late model Gold Cup program at Toledo and Flat Rock Speedways uh, for this season. Uh, as well as a bonus plan for the two Toledo events. There's going to be five races total, two at Toledo, three at Flat Rock, in case you didn't do the math on that. I'm doing that for you. Um, point Fund's going to pay 100, or 100000 Very <laughs> that, good. That is not correct. <laughs> the Point Fund is going to pay $1,000 to win. Uh, there will be a $150 bonus at the uh, Toledo events for the top 10 drivers from Flat Rock's 2017 final points and the top 10 drivers from the 2017 Gold Cup final points. Uh, the five Gold Cup race dates are April 14th at Toledo, May 26th at Flat Rock, uh, June 23rd at Flat Rock, June 29th at Toledo, and then wrapping up on July 21st at Flat Rock. More details, you can uh, look that up at flatrockspeedway.com, probably toledospeedway.com too. Yes, sir. Um Sandusky Speedway has uh, posted their 2018 schedule at SanduskySpeedway.com. And, uh, again, they have a a question for you, actually, because their regular admission prices for uh, their regular events this year are just $7 for adults, which is pretty aggressive when it comes to pricing for tracks nowadays. Uh, Any idea what uh, kind of admission you're going to be charging? Are you going to be consistent with that, or since this is – totally separate what, what do you have in mind uh it's gonna be separate from that i know like i said we're, we are working on sponsors for that to cover a lot of the purse you got some time to figure it yeah. out still a lot of time or i'm hoping to have that everything figured out by june for pricing for that okay but pit passes will be 30 dollars guaranteed i think that's normal for, for them sandusky, correct yeah. um, sandusky speedway's regular show their their seven dollar admission uh what's that consist of I don't. I, I didn't. I don't have that memorized. It's normally. <laughs> Thank you for saving me. <laughs> Modify street socks and front wheel drive. Okay, that sounds right. Not the yeah. supers, just. Yeah, just the three classes. Cause right. Because they, they got rid of the sportsman division. Okay. For this year. Uh, and they have, uh, of course, the February seventeenth race that uh, is coming up, which is kind of the sibling of the hangover race is going to be called the Cupid Shootout. It's not going to be called the Ron Miller, um, I almost said Memorial, but you're not dead. So not we, yet. So we can't call it that. And I haven't won this. I haven't <laughs> no, won No, nobody's the, won this one. You could be the, the inaugural winner of this. I uh, could. Same classes, same uh, rules as the hangover race, and uh, same times, uh, gates open at 9, hot laps at 11, and that race will start at 1 p.m. And general admission for that is $12. I think. Because that's a special I, event. I, th- I think my son has plans on. I'm trying to beat you this, this time? That's it. Okay. He could become the first winner. And I'd be fine with that. And this is a run in any uh, weather event, so other than if it's below 15 degrees, right. I yep. think is the. And when we had Kevin on a couple weeks ago, he was very adamant that he had set that threshold, 15 degrees or below going to postpone it i'm assuming that snowballs are still going to be allowed then like the hangover race right we won't have any snow for valentine's day you never know what how long have you lived in this area (laughs) (laughs) maybe you have to bring some uh some food coloring red snowballs pink and you got or pink pink yeah because red might 
be kind of gruesome. Yeah, let's go with pink. <laughs> we'll go with pink, and you can shape the snowballs like little hearts and throw them at Ron. You've gone over the end. All right. Um, like I said, it's been a long day. Uh, the 29th Annual Woodland uh, Mall Race Cars on Display uh, Mall Show. Uh, that, of course, I think we mentioned that last week. Uh, that's coming up March 9th. Um, through, uh, that's Friday, March 9th through Sunday, March 11th. Um, oh, I see what I did. I left that on there from my notes from last week. Okay. But, uh, I think we're going to have, uh, Dave Kemmer to, uh, come in and talk about that in about a month, about a week or two before the show. So, uh, keep that on your mind. If you get your race cars ready, bring out to that. Uh, we had the, um, yeah, we had the Rolex 24 this past weekend. Chip Ganassi won yeah. his, what was it, 600th event or I thought it was 200th. Whatever. I think it I was read huge. Yeah. Ryan Briscoe, Scott Dixon, and uh, Richard <clears throat> Westbrook captured the GT Le Mans division win in a Ford GT for Chip Ganassi. And I believe it was his 200th win. So there's that. Um, and shortly after the mall show in BG is Attica's proposed opening. Yeah. And that's that's real racing. Yeah. Um, all right, uh, some other news. Dirt Car Nationals, of course, coming up uh, February 6th through the 17th at Volusia Speedway Park down in Florida. And that kicks off the 2018 race season. Uh, and it features the World of Outlaws. There's a, there's a have you been to this before? Yes. Have you been to, this be- to the Speed Weeks down there? No. Third Speed Weeks? I have not. Is it, is it, it, is it as cool as it sounds? It is. I would like to do and this. And, you know, it's, it's the time of, of winter when you don't care if you never, never see another snowflake. It's nice, uh, getting, yeah. it's nice getting down there, getting some sun for a week. So they got the February 6th through the 17th. It's actually more than a week. Uh, they have uh, the World of Outlaws Craftsman Sprint Car Series, the World of Outlaws Craftsman Late Model Series, All-Star Circuit of Champions, Super Dirt Car Series Big Block Modifieds, uh, Dirt Car Late Models, Dirt Car UMP Modifieds. Uh, yeah. Rusty Schlenk will be kicking off. Rusty oh, that's Schlenk right. T-shirt. Yeah. He'll be kicking off his uh, quest for the Rookie of the Year in uh, World of Outlaw Late Models, and uh, they'll be starting in Screven down in southern Georgia. Um, I think they're leaving Monday. Are you asking me? I don't know. They'll, they'll have a couple of days practice, and uh, they'll be kicking off uh, their program. So it's time. And uh, Tyler Herb will be racing down there. We right. had him on the show uh, last week. So cool stuff. Uh, oh, the uh, other team that uh, won at Rolex 24 that was uh, the Action Express team featuring uh, uh, a bunch of people with uh, names I probably shouldn't try pronouncing. Felipe, Felipe Albuquerque, Joajo Barbosa, and Christian Fittipaldi. I can pronounce his name. Yep, and that was in the GTP class, the prototype. And I guess uh, it turned out in to be... In a Cadillac. Be, yeah, yeah. It turned out to be kind of a boring race, though, because they led the final, almost the uh, whole final nine hours of the race. Yeah. No, a flawless. They did flaw- break records, though. It was a flawless performance on their part. They completed the most laps uh, with 808, and uh, they completed the most miles for the Rolex 24 with 2,876.48. The most excitement in that class in towards the end of the race was the fact that 
um, whoever was driving at that point should have slowed down and taken the checkered flag. Uh, but since it's a 24-hour race, if you haven't hit the 24-hour mark, you make another lap. And uh, everybody was just on pins and needles expecting something to happen to the car in that one additional lap where the driver could have slowed down to 10 miles an hour and completed the race. What's the longest race you've ever been in? Oh, man, I don't know, probably 100 laps. Okay, so you haven't That's, been in like an enduro race, an endurance race? Nope, not until we go to uh, Bearfield. Bear, well, okay, grocery getter classic, you're doing that? We're kicking it around. <laughs> right. uh, Jeffrey Earnhardt inked a deal with Starcom Racing to run in this year's 60th running of the Daytona 500 and uh, also to run in 2018, and I believe that uh, will mean an Earnhardt, uh, a, well, that'll extend a streak of uh, Earnhardt's racing in NASCAR's top class to 40 years, I believe. Wow. I don't think I said that in the most eloquent way possible, but yeah, you. you get my point. Uh, and then, of course, Daytona Speed Weeks uh, starts up uh, with uh, the uh, qualifying for the Daytona 500 on February 11th. We've we've got the Super Bowl this coming weekend. and uh, Football shuts off. That's Racing it. Sh- turns back on. That's it. And, uh, and and the Olympics somewhere in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are still pushing for getting uh, dirt track racing and an Olympic Olympic event. You for that? I'm all for all it. Right. I'd be in. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, we have the Advanced Auto Parts Clash. That's at three o'clock on uh, that same Sunday, February 11th, at 3 p.m. on Fox Sports One. Then you have the Can-Am Dual Races Thursday, February 15th. And then the weekend after that, it's racing Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Friday's truck, Saturday, it's Xfinity Series, and then the Daytona 500 on Sunday. Did you see that they announced that the race at Gateway next year will have midgets involved, too? That does not sound politically correct. Midget race car. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. Yeah, come on. <laughs> no, I did not. Like, like uh, as a support series? Um, I don't know. I... You, you watch what they do out in Tulsa, and I, I can't imagine calling those midgets a support series. Well, I mean, for the cup race, or what, what are you talking? I'm talking, no, 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 uh, not not the NASCAR race. I'm talking the indoor race. Oh, the Gateway Nationals. I'm yes. thinking, like, St. Louis for some reason. Well, I is. mean, the, the, the outdoor it track. It is St. Louis. I, yeah, you're right. I'm totally confused. Oh, that's right, because they, and they were actually uh, testing those. Yes, that in a sprint car with the wing. They'll be Maybe the Ohio Sprint Car Series could make their uh, make a winter appearance out there. What do you think? That'd be kind of cool, but I think it'd be too far to drive, though. Nah. What else are people doing in the middle of December? Dream big. Absolutely. Um, that's it uh, for news. Upcoming events, uh, Mid-Michigan Raceway Park uh, has their rescheduled Whiteout 100, 1 o'clock on Saturday, February 3rd. That's this Saturday. Gates open at 11, racing at 1. And you're racing in that? If I survive. If you if you make it this year. Yeah. You had truck problems last year, I believe. All right. I'll be in Finley. Son's got a, another track meet. Really? Indoor, so I'm, I'm not going to be able to make it, unfortunately. Going to make it to Sandusky for the uh, we'll Sweethearts we'll race? We'll see how the sun schedule goes. We'll see. I hope so. Cupid Shootout, as you just mentioned there, February 17th, Sandusky Speedway. Uh, and then uh, the mall show. Uh, and then Attica. That's pretty much what's coming up. Pretty exciting. It really is. So, 
Uh, right now, time for the uh, Wrecker Report with our, our very own uh, Perry Cox. Perry Cox. So, uh, uh, yeah, sit back, relax, enjoy. He's got a special report uh, and to make up for last week because I played the wrong one. Um, he's got some information from the, I think it was the American Late Model Series uh, banquet, awards banquet. Okay. Yeah, so good stuff. And, uh, yeah, you just sit back and listen and enjoy. It's good stuff. Welcome to the Wrecker Report, under caution. One of the highlights of being a tow truck driver is you get to speak with race car drivers at very personal and intimate moments of their racing. One such incident would be right after they completely, totally wrecked their new car. And actually, tonight on the show, we interview a driver that just completely wrecked his new car. Driver, welcome to the show. How do you feel right now? All right, hey, thanks for being on the show. Brian McKenzie, owner of the Club 39 Late Model and manufacturer of the most badass, indestructible bell housings on the market, was recently at the ALMS Awards Banquet, and there he took home the prize for sixth place. He went up on stage to get his award. I heard he had moose in his hair for the first time in 10 years and made it look good, people. When he got back to his table, opened up his envelope, he realized he had a check for $5,000 in there and instantly knew he wasn't worth that much money. So after talking to his cohorts, they figured out that he had actually received the prize for Rusty Schlank's effort, which was second place. So, you know, Brian returned the money and uh, got it all straightened out. And, you know, congratulations to him. What a demonstration of integrity and, uh, what a great guy going out there and, and, and taking sixth place. And congratulations to him and Rusty. Um, in other news, the World of Outlaw Craftsman Late Models will be kicking off their season Friday, February 9th and Saturday, February 10th at Screven Motor Speedway in Sylvania, Georgia. February 2nd and 3rd, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series will be kicking off their season at the Super Bowl of Racing at Golden Isle Speedway in Brunswick, Georgia. But what I'm really looking forward to is February 5th through the 10th. That's right, five consecutive days of premier dirt late model racing. You can watch dirt late models on a Tuesday night. Uh, that's going to take place at the uh, 41st Annual Winter Nationals at East Bay Raceway Park in Tampa, Florida. If you're one of those people that haven't figured out how to stream races off of the Internet, Call me. Call a nerd. Figure out how to do this. You're missing out on a lot of fantastic racing. Um, it's going to be a great time. Don't miss out. That's all I have for this week's report. Remember, there's only two kinds of race engines, ones that are blown up and ones that are going to blow up. It's probably time to change your oil. There you go. The uh, record report, under caution with Perry Cox. I'm not sure of his date's there for the uh, that last part, but... Yeah, today the production quality on that is amazing. Yeah, simply he has fun with it. Though. Yeah, that's the important thing. Uh, coming up next week on the show, we are going to have uh, the Gumbies. 
or Golombuskis if you want to try to pronounce their entire name. They call themselves the Gumbies. They do. Uh, Dave Gumby Jr., Dave Gumby Sr. Um, I believe uh, Sr. is going to be racing again, right? Oh, absolutely. They're going to be racing each other? Yes. Yeah. We'll be talking about that. A little father-son rivalry could be interesting. Um, I'm sure we'll have another record report and, uh, and more. Yeah, that's that's all I got. I'm done. Really? I'm done. Yeah. Oh, Corey McCoy. McCoy uh, he was uh, the winner of. We, I forgot we were going to talk about him. He won the uh, moonshine thing a couple weeks ago at uh, Sandusky Speedway. Yeah. Won the feature and the. We we touched on that briefly a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. That was some of the most exciting racing of of the entire day. Was. Uh, Corey and uh, Dan Dippen. Danny Dipman, yeah. Um, they, it's fun seeing the the dirt trucks and cars on uh, on Sandusky Speedway on the asphalt. I like yeah, it. you know, you, I might have to bring my bomber out there if it makes it to October twentieth. The uh, the dirt cars and trucks really seem to have an edge. It's going to be really fun to watch. I think you're biased. Really, I think so. When's the last time you saw a pavement car win? At the hangover race. Uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah? Front-wheel drive guy. Oh, well. That's See? Hey, duh. you asked the question. I'm just yeah. answering it. <laughs> you sure that wasn't a dirt car? Uh, well, how many dirt cars were, or how many pavement cars were in the uh, in your, in your the uh, champagne stock, the open? O- only the one that kept sticking the snows in the snowbank. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay. So there's that. So what are you thinking? Are you going? There's going to be a lot of dirt cars uh, for your event on the twentieth. The payout I have for that for other divisions, I think there should be some good car counts for for dirt coming over. I'm going to set a target for you. Run what you brung, fifteen hundred bucks. <laughs> That'd be a hell of a payout. That's that's how much Ron wants to make. So just no, write that I, down. I'm just I'm just telling you, we could get get some decent cars and get them from. Traveling from a long ways away. Maybe something I would have to look into. Work on it. <laughs> Negotiations Steve, going on live. Steve, we really appreciate <laughs> you being here tonight. Um, and, and, boy, you've got a full plate. Yeah, best of luck with uh, with everything. Thank you. Ohio Sprint Car Series. Good that uh, someone stepped up and keeps keeping that going. Um, Bartonville Raceway, the go-karts. Uh, out of all these things, what, what do you have the most fun with? Well, lately, it's been the sprint cars. <laughs> okay. Well, I know uh, if you're trying to find information about the Sandusky Speedway race on October 20th, look up Ohio Racing Promotions on Facebook. All the information will be on there, along with our website, oscsracing.com. All right, and you keep in touch with me, and we'll keep uh, our listeners updated on that as uh, well. Sounds good. Cool. Ron Miller Race Car Studio, uh, we're about to wrap it up here again. And if you want to be a sponsor of the show, contact me, Scott Hammer, at iHeartMedia.com. I think my phone number is even on uh, the our, our Facebook page, facebook.com slash HammerdownRacingReport. You can listen to the show on demand on iHeartRadio. 24-7, anywhere in the world. Yes. So we'll have this show up there. should be up and available uh, tomorrow. Make sure if you have the iHeartRadio app, you follow us, and it'll give you a little notification about four days after a uh, new episode is yeah, uploaded. Yeah. 
just check it Friday morning because it'll be on You know be something else that we forgot to talk about, Scott? What's that? Um, the Australian national title race um, in Murray Bridge, Southern Australia. Uh, a dozen of our Western Australia friends are heading over uh, or have already headed over. Big deal. 41, is that this weekend? Yes, it is. 41, 42 cars uh, registered and signed in. Uh, dirt late model racing in Australia is going nuts. It's it's really becoming a big deal. Check out uh, Dirt Nutter. Search that on Facebook. Uh, they cover. They do a lot of Facebook lives with those uh, races down there. They do, and this is their big deal. This is their World One Hundred. So, are any of the Americans still down there racing? I don't believe any of the Americans are signed in for this. I know a dozen of the guys. You have to understand that Australia is as far across as the United States. And most of the road across is a two-lane road. So you're talking going L.A. to New York on a two-lane road. Oh, wait, you said this is in the... Southern Australia. Okay. That's a, and that's a B. they got to look out for kangaroos and stuff, right? Oh, absolutely. Do they have kangaroo crossing signs? Yep. That's awesome. Did you take a picture of one when you were down there? All you got to do is go to a golf course. That's where they all hang out. <laughs> nice. Nice. I don't, like the, don't understand why, but kangaroos, kangaroos seem to like, like golf courses. They don't hang out at the racetrack. Nope. No, that's unfortunate. All right, I think we're done. Rambler Race Cars, give them a call. 734-856-7223. Which is also race. Yeah. If you have an old phone and you can look at the letters above the numbers, you can do that. Uh, call Ron. He'll uh, hook you up. He's got parts. Lots of parts. Safety equipment, that's your big thing. I love Seats, safety equipment. Driver suits, uh, any anything. Helmets, head and, head and neck restraints. And now's the time of year to get this stuff coming up. It's almost race season. Don't wait till the last minute. But he can get this for you pretty much next day during Abs- the week. Absolutely. So, again, that's 734-856-7223. Again, thanks to Stephen Pocock for coming in. Ron Miller over there. I'm Scott Hammer. We'll see you next week here on the Hammerdown Racing Report with the Gumbies, father and son uh, racing. That's going to be a good one. Don't miss it. I'm looking forward to it. I think Dave's a little shy. Junior. I'll get him going. (laughs) All right. Well, it'll be fun. Tune in next uh, Thursday, 7 o'clock, right here on uh, Facebook Live. And then uh, check us out on iHeartRadio. We're gone. We're out. You have been listening to the Hammered Down Racing Report from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. Listen on demand on iHeartRadio. I'm Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast.